a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Well, this is such a, uh, well, interesting but yet troubling uh, story that we're talking about. Uh, and I just heard it again that a uh, confiscated e cigarette in one of our schools tested positive for meth. One of the big problems right now, and this uh, goes back to what I mentioned where. Uh, Highway Patrol is saying we're we're finding more and more of these uh, cartridges that uh, are carrying THC. It's unregulated. Heaven only knows what's actually in there. And with this story that you just heard a moment ago, a confiscated e-cigarette in our schools. Now, again, this isn't some big plague, at least that we know of. But just to think that this cigarette, this e-cigarette, could have had meth in it. I mean, what in the world is that all about and what is going on so we thought we'd spend a little time talking about this and again i would love to hear from you do you agree with what regulators have done to enact an emergency rule that will allow flavored e-cigarette products to only be sold at certain stores and i'll tell you for somebody who saw it firsthand the old insidious things that uh, the cigarette companies did uh, to make, I, I mean, you have to cultivate that next generation that will use your product. Or first of all, you're not doing your job. And second of all, uh, you, your company's going to go out of business if you don't cultivate that next generation. But the, the cigarette manufacturers for years and years and years just denied that while they're sponsoring the Flintstones, while they're having all of the most popular people in Hollywood and on TV at that time tell you how wonderful cigarettes are, paying certain doctors to tell you that, uh, you know, I'll never forget. Remember on the, on the old show that, uh, that I did, we actually played some of the old commercials. And the one said, doctors all agree that, yes, you know, cigarettes may cause smaller babies, but mothers like that. I'm not kidding you. That's not the exact wording, but that that was the message. I, I'm just recalling it right now. And some of the ridiculous claims. Do you remember watching those? Nine out of ten doctors agree that fill-in-the-blank cigarette is best for you. And oh, and now I think we're seeing some of those those same old dirty tricks. The same old efforts to market these products, to, to package them so they are very cool. They appeal to young people. They're in flavors that appeal to young people. Now, the industry will say, hey, you know, just because it's a bubblegum flavor, adults like bubblegum too. And you go, yeah, okay, come on, really? You know, yeah, I like bubblegum every now and then. But good grief, it is so painfully obvious that those who are promoting this industry, that are in this industry, that are manufacturing things for this industry, 
clearly they are targeting this for a younger than is healthy to be using these products audience. I wanted to get more on this story that we heard Nick talk about just a moment ago, and I've got it right here. And uh, some students of the Grand County School District, they've been vaping methamphetamine. This according to school district officials down around Moab. The school district officials aren't sure how the meth was acquired or who was responsible, but they confirm there has been more than one incident within the school district. And this is a, uh, a quote from a press release that the school district put out. We would like students, parents, and community members to be aware of the risks of vaping and that devices and or vape juice can contain any number of substances. And then, as we've already mentioned, there have been 71 cases of vaping-related lung injuries reported in our state. Uh, There are 10 cases that are under review. Many of those ended up in intensive care. And, wow, wow. All right, I'm really curious to to see how you feel about this. And you can text us on our Utah Community Credit Union text line at 57500. The regulators, the emergency rule allowing e-flavored cigarette products to be sold only at certain stores. And then also there will be uh, notices posted about the dangers of vaping unregulated THC products. And, And where are some of these products coming from? How would these kids, I mean, did they make it themselves in a cartridge? Did they buy them on the dark web? Did they get them from a nefarious source? You know, who knows at this point? So only stores categorized as retail tobacco specialty businesses will be able to sell flavored e-cigarettes and vapor vaping uh, products. General tobacco retailers, in other words, convenience stores, grocery stores, whatever, will no longer be able to sell the flavored e-cigarette juices. And the thinking is, and this is a quote from Dr. Joseph Miner, who is the uh, Utah Department of Health Executive Director, said, quote, moving these products to age-restricted specialty shops will restrict young people's access to them and can reduce the number of users who eventually move on to vaping THC. We really appreciate the opportunity to talk with uh, Representative Norm Thurston, but we also want to underscore that this is not, uh, this is a bipartisan effort. Uh, We are hoping at some point to be able to talk with Jennifer Daly Provost, who is uh, representing as a Democrat the 24th District in the uh, state of Utah in the House of Representatives. So Republicans and Democrats are working on this, and we understand that... uh, Basically, Jennifer and others are members of a vaping work group. They're really trying to sort this out. And, you know, it's still fairly early. Vaping is a a relatively new thing uh, compared to how long tobacco products have been around since, you know, the founding of uh, North America, for heaven's sake. So there are so many things that we don't know. Doctors that I've talked to, as I mentioned when we were talking with Representative Thurston, have said we already know of the downsides. We already know of some of the insidious practices that are being utilized by those in the industry to make this especially appealing to young people. And we know 
that there are certain liabilities in the uh, introduction of nicotine through the vaping process. But who knows what else we do not know at this point. And we'll continue to keep a very, very close eye on this here on Inside Sources at KSL News Radio. I just wanted to mention that still coming up on the program, we've got a lot of great things to talk about. I'm really looking forward to the conversation with Mark Shirtliff. It was, uh, I think, about was it two weeks ago today or maybe three weeks ago today that we we talked with uh, John Swallow and that was right after the special session of the Utah State Legislature and 1.5 million was allocated to uh, Mr. Swallow uh, to cover some of the the bills that were incurred uh, during all of the legal proceedings against him but a different process occurred he was uh, he was prosecuted in Salt Lake County by Sim Gill, and it did go to trial, and uh, uh, former Attorney General John Swallow was exonerated, uh, found not guilty. But for Mark Shirtliff, uh, the prosecutor up in Davis County, he just looked at it, uh, went through the process, and decided there just wasn't a case, and so it was dropped. And so it didn't go to trial, and so thus there was not a not guilty verdict, but the prosecutor up there uh, this is Troy Rawlings he just said we don't have a case so i'm i'm dropping it so there are different circumstances in these two uh, cases and mark shirtliff apparently today has indicated he will accept the state's offer of $600,000 to uh, help cover what at least in conversations i've had with mark were well over a million dollars we'll we'll talk with him on that, and then we'll also uh, talk a little bit about the uh, lawsuit that is still in place. That's all coming up today on Inside Sources. We'll also be talking with Nathan Anderson. I'm really looking forward to that as well. I got to know so many of the great people at uh, Union Pacific. Nathan has been uh, great during the Spike 150 celebration that I was involved in on the governor's uh, commission, the Spike 150 commission. The big boy is back. This is the largest steam locomotive ever built in the world and it functions it runs there are some that still exist but they are in museums this one is on the rails this one is under steam and will be steaming south through utah and will be going into arizona and down into california before it uh, takes a a steam break as it were up in uh, cheyenne for the winter time so we got a lot of things including the conversation with ben mcadams this is our first chance to talk with our lone representative in washington dc and our federal delegate delegation who has access to the democratic cloakroom i'm interested to get ben's take on what's happening back in washington dc today so stay with us more to come on inside sources here at ksl news radio and i'm doug wright <laughs> 